Today, we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. What do you get when you mix a mullet with acid-washed jeans, a plaid button-up, and highly sculpted man boobs? Well, you get Roddy Piper, the 1988 John Carpenter classic, They Live. We're honoring the classy mustachioed upper lip of Keith David, who arguably carries portions of this movie with his on-screen charisma and just simple badassery, to be honest. Well, we got plenty to talk about, so let's break into the church across the street, find a little hidey hole, and no, I don't mean the sort of hidey holes normally mess with in a church, <laughs> throw on some giant sunglasses, and appear to onlookers like we are way too damn cool to take off our sunglasses indoors. Now play that shit theme song. It's the most podcast you We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home. What is up? This is your host of the Mustachio Podcastio, Daniel J. Segura. And today, I welcome two-thirds of the, of the Bloody Bits. Is it, it's the, is it still the horror show, or is it the Bloody Bits podcast? I mean, it's funnier to call it the Bloody Bits horror show and then not do horror. <laughs> you know what i'm okay that's what i was wondering okay cool 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 yeah. well, we got we got two-thirds of them we have uh eddie bx <laughs> no you don't have to say it you gotta do it <laughs> no you don't you're not contractually obligated to give his title there. And the wonderful Candace, who somehow <laughs> just manages to, she's like um, one of the most resilient podcasters I've definitely ever had any the experience iron horse with. Podcast. She is the iron horse. <laughs> so, so she's um, you're saying she's going to die of Candace Horick disease? <laughs> Much like you is... see, that was a baseball reference, Candace. Lou Gehrig. <laughs> You see, it was called the uh, Iron Horse of Baseball. He died of Lou Gehrig's disease. No yeah. shit. Is it also known as like a mus- muscular dystrophy disorder? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yep, yep, yep. Thanks you for that, get Eddie. The Iron Horse reference, though, is what I'm saying. <laughs> that part I would not have gotten, no. There you go. You think of some medieval <laughs> torture device that they stuck people in and then heated be it like, up with gonna... under it or something. Yeah, the, an Iron Horse sounds like something mm. that... There'd be like spikes up on the top of it, and they'd like straddle you across it and pull you down by your legs. Or it sounds Ooh. like a death clock song. That's it true. Does. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of sound like one. <laughs> so today we are talking John we Carpenter's. Are. They we are talking <laughs> doing it right now. <laughs> we are doing this thing called communication mm-hmm, in a mm-hmm. trifecta form, and we are talking. They live from 1988, late 80s. I love this time of of cinema when it comes to these kind of movies, especially. Yeah. You get your yeah. mullets, you got your mustaches, you got your acid wash <laughs> jeans. It's just fucking the Wranglers, wonderful. Wranglers, oh, yeah. Yeah. giant box cars, and really fun looking sports cars. That was when people had creativity, you know, yeah. and a lot of coke. A lot of they coke. Had coke. <laughs> they did have that. That's for damn sure. <laughs> This movie definitely has some coke flowing through it um, in, in different yeah, ways. A little bit of that energy, for sure. A little bit of that energy. I think what mostly, for me, keeps it in a calmer, less 80s vibe is the soundtrack. I, I, I know we're, we're just talking about this right now, but mm-hmm. the soundtrack stayed... I'm such a... 
I'm big on like on the score of movies. I think it yeah. helps. It, it, yeah. it can really yeah. make or break a film for me. And I don't know exactly why, which is weird because I don't even like musicals, but I don't, I really need a good score. In fact, I was on uh, that fucking, what's that douchebag's name? Vaughn from the motion picture massacre. Oh, fuck him. Are you talking about uh, Vinny? <laughs> yeah. Vinny Vaughn. Oh, Vinko? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was on his podcast. Oh, you know, I love Yvonne. Don't don't send me angry. No, no tweets. one loves you. He's the most angry tweeter of all time. Yeah, he's and, sad. What a sad man. Yeah, he makes my dick soft. Uh, he <laughs> <laughs> he had me on his show, and he had me cover a couple of movies that were very like no score, no nothing. Uh, are they and, like artsy oh, fartsy yeah. movies? No, you covered like, the we, first two Cronenberg, Cronenberg. Movies, right? Yeah. Oh. Which, you know, they're in their own respect, like if you're approaching them in a specific way, they mm-hmm. can be actually quite uh, enjoyable. because yeah, those movies are stark and cold. Yes. And so yes. having just ambient sound does make sense for those movies. It yeah. does. And this one is it's it's weird because this is kind of like this one has a very relaxed, chill kind of trying to capture, I think. Because John Carpenter probably put this stuff together, right? Doesn't? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. He com- he's, yeah, he's, he's composer. always a composer in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, that's actually the first note I have is that like John Carpenter movies, his score is fifty percent of the charm of them. Yes, it's it's like yeah. makes up so much of what makes these movies stand out and stick in your mind, and, and it's makes funny, you addicted though, to them. Because he'll definitely like throughout his movies, he'll find an instrument that he's in love with, and yeah. then he just is like. This is the electric guitar score. So we're going <laughs> to yes. fucking go with like if you listen to like a uh, uh, In the Mouth of Madness, oh my god, that is yeah. like so butt rockish, <laughs> hair metalish. I fucking love it. But then yeah, you go back to like your uh, Halloween and it's mm-hmm. just completely right when he fell in love with sin. Which, so he fell in love yeah. with uh bass with three specific notes that a bass can make. <laughs> Don't, and don't, I do, don't. and I do wish maybe mix it up a little bit so that that's what's going because I do normally love like what he does, yeah. and in this mm-hmm. one I feel like there were some there were some segments where it could have used a little bit more juice, but at the same time, it kind of helps make the movie a little more timeless when you're not like if he had shoehorned in like a classic more like eighties yeah like eighty synth yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah like that synth you know Sega Genesis music you know it would have it would have stuck out more uh now watching it in the present day well if you're talking john carpenter you have to talk about soundtracks and scores because like this Mm -hmm. is a man who who tours and performs you know what i mean so it's a large portion of his and with the new halloween movies it's him and his son cody carpenter and Mm -hmm. his godson who's the son of uh dude from the remotes dude from the remotes no he's He's the son of the dude from the Ramones, and I can't Joey, remember his name. Joey Chestnut. I have, you could tell me, I have no yes. idea. I just know Joey the ones who do the score for the new Halloween movies, and I love those scores. Marky, Marky, Mark. <laughs> Damn it! I haven't had a hot dog in a long time. Isn't he the hot dog see, guy? Yeah, yeah. Did you see he choked a bitch this last time? Are Some fan jumped up on the on the stage and was trying to fuck with him, and he choked the dude out while he uh, finished up his hot dogs. Wow. That's American right there, baby. Not choking on the dog, but choking a bitch. Goddamn right. That's America right there. <laughs> <can't just> yep. <laughs> she's, just, she's just creating like this like Muppet face. <laughs> it's just like 
This is so much better. I might have to start requiring you to to do video when so I'm doing the podcast. Facial expressions. I love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this like this like uh, shocked, like horrified approval <laughs> that you're giving me. It's so good. The mom look. I'm all tight lipped and I'm looking yeah, amused, like, but also like what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the wrap it up face. It's just like, get over the bit. Like, move on from the bit, please. Oh, man. I've seen so many different, like, types of disappointment in women's eyes. I don't, I'm unfazed. I don't even care. I don't think you cared in the beginning. I, I, sure. I, I 100% believe. Oh, you're drinking a Modelo. Nice. What are you oh, yeah, drinking, yeah, yeah. Candace? Bubbly. Bubbly. What is that? I've never, I've seen it, but it's I don't carbonated know it water. It's, it's like sparkling water. <laughs> Ah, okay. <laughs> Hashtag not like other girls. <laughs> what do you got over there, Mr. Podcastio? Uh, M. Miller High Life? Uh, Voodoo Ranger. Uh, oh, Fancy Boy. It's good. Is it an yeah. IPA? It is. Um, and I, I fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to drink a whole bunch, so I can just have a couple. And Yeah, no, I got you. You know, because it is very heavy, and I have fresh I have, bubbly. You know, my first, my first drink that I had here, uh, I was doing tequila mixed with Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Ew! Oh, that is fucking What's wrong with you? You're such, you're such a I legend. Rule. That is, that is, that is. You're a legend, dude. I mean, I am what I, I am. I like. I worship at the altar of the Baja Blast, dude. I am. Shit is good, man. They have it uh, right now. They have the the zero carb one, so there's the no sugar in it. So just. Instead of getting too fat, you get cancer, which you know, yeah, will dude. probably cure cancer before <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, that's a that, that is a quick way to. <laughs> you got yeah. your skeletal frame in the bed, and they have like a baja drip as well as morphine good. into yeah. your body at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think there is morphine in that shit. You just look like sloth from Seven, and you're just like one more before I go. Baja. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I mean, you could, you could, uh, it's, better than, it's better than being gluttony, man. That fucker eating canned spaghetti. Just like, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, by the way, in seven, he like, oh, you're going to eat yourself to death. And then he's like, shit, this is taking too long. And he mixed Let's razor blades in the spaghetti. Yeah, he's like, this guy is not dying. Jesus. <laughs> that rules. Oh, my God. Like, We've gone it. through my fourth chair. He keeps breaking up. We got to speed run this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous, man. Oh, someone called Joey Chestnut. And, uh... <laughs> Joke him out, yeah. Joke him out. <laughs> He's like, probably like, dude, I could have eaten way more spaghetti. You fucking oh, loser. Know, yeah. Um. So what? tell me a little bit about, you know, they live. I'm a late, late arriver. Is that a, I'm okay. not sure if that's a word. I arrive late to this film in the sense of, I should have seen it a long, long time ago. I'd known about it. My brother told me about it when I was like nine or something. And like, oh, you need to see They Live. It's cool, blah, blah. Yeah. And I just never got to it. And then I think in college, I was at a friend's house and I saw like the first. Unfortunately, this is one of those movies. It's best to get. You got to get past the first 30 minutes or so. Not necessarily past it, but if you're young and impatient. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, because that's when it gets rolling. Like, like after about thirty something minutes, he he gets the yeah. glasses and and then just like shit, it's like it goes yeah. from like, oh, we're poor and you know life is rough, and then it's like, mm. like everyone's dying. 
put so yeah, the glasses yeah. on. Yes. You're, you're saying it's the thinking man's John Carpenter. <laughs> a little, yes, and I was not a thinking man quite yet. I was just a college kid, you know, looking yeah. for uh, for some sugar. And in different ways. Uh, different okay. Ways. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a tweet um, last week that was like, there's always that one guy who will make you watch They Live. Because they're just obsessed with it. And, and I was I like, I'm that guy. Oh, you're the, <laughs> like, I'm that guy. I'll be like, you need to watch They Live. Oh, Beagle you haven't up. seen it? <laughs> and then I'll be like, you know, put the sunglasses on. I kick at, you know, I'm here to kick ass and chew gum. And then I'll yeah, just start, dude. you know, spitting quotes at you. And you'll be mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you talking what, about? What is... <laughs> What's wrong? With Calm you? down. Why are you so angry? <laughs> I'm going to walk away and not look at her eyes. <laughs> scared. Back away from her. <laughs> wrong with this one <laughs> so i didn't have that and then eventually i i saw it probably less than five years ago and i was like oh i get it this is fun and then i now I've, i hadn't seen it since i've actually gone back to just see a couple of scenes here and there where i think i've been on the blood bank and i'm just like oh i kind of want to see that five yeah. and a half minute fight scene <laughs> <laughs> that fight scene is almost an entire reel of film mm-hmm. by the way it, it is yeah. It's good. Man. It's very good. It, and also, I don't know, is there, is there any music going on during that fight scene? Maybe like way low. It feels like it's mostly yeah. mad grunts. You close it's your a very eyes, intimate it's fight sex. scene, for yeah. sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess, so you arrived too late. That's better than coming too fast, I suppose. That's true. Uh, so Candace, what, I came too your... fast to They Live. <laughs> yeah, Candace, tell, tell, <laughs> tell us when you first came to yeah, They Candace, Live. When did you first come to Man. They Live? I don't remember when I first watched it. I just remember it's always been in my life. Wow. Like, it's just so weird. It's yeah. been in, ingrained in my psyche. And yeah. now I have it on Blu-ray, which people, there's a lot of people who collect Blu-rays, but I only, yep, yeah, I have the uh, Scream Factory Steelbook Edition. Because oh. I'm fancy. See, I got this one because it's got the uh, the commentary track on it. Yeah, I ended oh. up not watching that one. But, like... Okay. It, uh, I only collect the Blu-rays of movies that I absolutely have to have on hand at all times. So if the mm. internet craps out, I know I can watch this movie if I ever feel like it or if it's not streaming somewhere. Yeah. So for me to say I have this on Blu-ray, you know, that's that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, see, that's different for me because I just fucking go buy everything. Because yeah, I'm not one of those people. I know eventually, like, how Ubisoft is taking all the Assassin's Creed games offline. So if you bought them, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. that's going to happen things are going to get lost in the the yeah. shuffle of the rights and everything that's why i keep the ones that are good and not just every single one of them yeah well <laughs> there's so many i haven't seen though that's actually why i started the blood bank because there's so many movies i haven't even seen and i'm like maybe they are phenomenal and i just haven't fucking seen it yet who knows yeah. microwave massacre could be really good <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. but it yeah. could be <laughs> Nailgun Massacre is phenomenal, though. <laughs> and and you never know. It's like opening an Easter egg. You just you or, or, right. or a Tanga egg. You don't know how it's going to feel until you <laughs> put it on. You know what's going to be in it. <laughs> until you're inside it. Yeah, you're goddamn right. Uh, I'm waiting for y'all to get sponsored by them, honestly. The you know what? That'd be good, events. man. HQ. I, I, it'd be nice to have a sponsor that pays us. That'd be fucking good. Did so, you see that yeah. Manscaped has competition now? With a company called Ballsy. And they make men's grooming kits. I I was thinking about when you were talking about how there's no manscape for women. 
they should call it uh, clamscape. <laughs> right? Especially having your pussy. That's what the, the joke is, Dan. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. That should be that. the tagline. Some people call a clamscape pussy a clam. For saving, you know? your, for shaving your pussy. For saving, That'll be the, too. Yeah. Saving. Yeah, save that do, They could do uh, uh, plan B pills and the, the, the razors. So you could get, you know. <laughs> yeah, little, you're, yeah, if you, you like it, if you it? like raw dog in it, you can. Yeah, I mean, you're well, good to go. You're you take the plan B, and then just in case you got crabs, you can do some shaving down there to, <laughs> yeah. you know, make sure it's <laughs> under control. <laughs> I, we're giving away gold. Now, what we have here is a podcast promotion. Now, some of y'all may not know what this podcast is, and some of y'all may not like it. But that's just how it is. You could have just forwarded a couple seconds, but maybe you didn't. Now listen to this damn promo and see if you like it. Bye-bye. Hey guys, I'm Shelby, host of Addicted to Crime podcast. Join us for deep, chilling dives into the evil nature of criminals, and let's take a closer look at their early life and background to see how they got to the day of the crime. This podcast was created in hopes you pay closer attention to your surroundings and hopefully stay safe. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts or else on the website www.addictedtocrime.org. Happy listening. Thanks for your time and stay safe. So, uh, yeah, Daniel, where did I first watch They Live? Thanks for asking. No one cares. Um, That's why we didn't ask. I was about uh, to. But so I no, was you a weren't. young boy. I got distracted by the clams. <laughs> We all, we all were. I know it happened. Problem. Yeah, the, the clam keeps uh, interrupting. If you know what I mean. So, uh, so my dad had like the worst taste in movies, but uh, he he would constantly like go out and buy the things so that you could uh, uh, pirate cable company like the HBO, Showtime, uh, yeah. Cinemax, like the that Black kind of Box shit. or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, he he did this and then he would buy like as many VHS fucking tapes as he couldn't record everything. Mm-hmm. And weirdly yeah. enough, he had, they live and uh, uh big trouble in little China. Oh yeah. And immediately like I watched, they live and I was like, Oh, that's that motherfucker that wrestles. I know that dude. <laughs> and then, you know, cause I'm a dumb kid. And then I'm like, wow, this movie is really, really fucking good. And then I fell in love with uh, uh, John Carpenter's films just in general. From that to, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Prince of Darkness. Yes, yes. Another wildly underrated Carpenter film. I want to go through all his films. There's a lot that I I haven't seen Prince of Darkness. We were talking about doing a month of Carpenter's. Um, It was my idea, actually, that I came up with alone. Was it? Yeah, was yeah. it your I don't think it was your idea. I don't think it was. Let me let it me check like the notes Eddie here. Idea. Let me check the notes here. No. I remember no, you... it was the clams idea. Yeah, you know, I remember you were the one saying like we should do a month of Uva Ball. That was like when you were just a show. That was before you even joined in. And then we did that. Yeah. And yeah, then my thought was like we should probably do like Carpenter. Yeah. So. That's a logical next step. Mm-hmm. Well, that was my thought, you know. <laughs> so, do y'all know if Carpenter chose Roddy Piper for this? Like, did he want him yes. for this movie mm-hmm. for this? Hundred percent. So he met Roddy Roddy Piper at uh, WrestleMania three. 
he went there, watched him perform, and, and that was probably one of his best performances, by the way, as a fighter, uh, wrestler, whatever. And uh, he's like, oh, I want to meet this dude backstage. So he tells whoever he tells, and then through whatever machinations that, that, that they have in Hollywood, he just goes... <laughs> He gets uh, uh, Piper says he I, I got a message like hey John Carpenter wants to meet up with you, and and uh, he's like shit, do I look okay? Because <laughs> this is fucking John Carpenter, you know? Yeah, he's yeah, a he's a nail at the yeah. time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he said he met uh, Piper and and um, he got to know him. They became pretty good friends actually, and it was because of uh, Piper's backstory because Piper used to be homeless. Uh, that that he thought That's he right. there was an authenticity to him that he could lend to the role. Yeah, he does. Though the studios didn't want him. The studios wanted like a, a, a pretty boy kind of type, and he'd worked with Kurt Russell before, so they were kind of yeah. pushing that direction. It would make he's sense. Like, no, 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 no. You need to have no. someone who looks like they've roughed. Got to be Piper. Yeah. He does look like he's rough. Like when he has the big backpack, he has the acid wash jeans, the flannel with the leather jacket and the mullet. Yeah. I, I put in my notes, I was like, if you had told me that he walked from Denver to L.A., I'd believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I would completely believe you. Like, aside from, like, how he's as, like, bulked as he is, like, as, like, fucking swole as he is, because he does look a little too, like, holy shit, like, what have you been up to? Like, what kind of work are you doing? But yeah. at the same time, it makes sense that, because th- then later in the movie, when he's kicking ass, you're like, okay, well, he's he's put the work in. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What's funny with, and if we're doing the background on Piper, I think this is a good point to do it at, right? Yeah. Is, I don't know a whole um, bunch about him. So, yeah. Okay. So, he, he was, he used to be a professional wrestler. Now, yeah. wrestling is, uh, no, I'm it's, kidding. It's something that men do when they <laughs> well, want to touch each other, but they can't admit it. Wrestling <laughs> is something that women pretend they don't want to watch, even though it's shaved, oiled up men and sand. Yeah. First, yeah. Lasers, they're not bro. hot guys, though. They're not. Oh, The Rock's not hot? No, he's not. Oh, okay. Who's your type? Mick Foley? Well, I mean, attractiveness (laughs) attractiveness is very subjective. I don't know. You said that very confident. (laughs) Yeah, my mom always had it for Batista. That was like, she thought he was the hottest guy. Wow. That makes sense. That 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 totally tracks. So, uh, no, Piper (laughs) was in in a lot of the indie circuit stuff. He kind of got his start, actually, up in the Pacific Northwest with uh, Portland Wrestling, right? So that's what I know him from. Um, and mm. the thing about him that's interesting is he doesn't, when you watch him wrestle, he doesn't wrestle like a wrestler does. He doesn't, there's not a lot of the acrobatics. There's not a lot of the big show going on with him. He just looks like a, a dude that like got drunk and kind of got pissed off and just started punching people. Right. Yeah. And what's funny about that is, um, uh, because I don't watch wrestling, but I'm really interested in the, in the industry of it, the business of it, and, and the stories, like the behind-the-scenes shit. Because it, the, the people are fucking crazy. Like, you can't go watch that for 30 for 30 with Ric Flair and tell me that's not the most oh, insane person on earth. <laughs> I mean, this is the dude who inspired all of the, like, gangster rappers. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, the guy's insane. So, so much swag. There's just this story that uh, Piper's valet at the time, uh, the lady that would escort him to the ring, somebody took a swing at her from the from the crowd and boom, hit her, right? And the guy that, that was talking about that, that was there at the time said it was crazy because it looked just like the way he would fight somebody in the ring. He grabbed the guy, pulled him over, and just started beating the shit out of this dude. The only difference was in the ring when he does that, 
They both walk away, and this guy's face looked like fucking hamburger. I always so. wondered if those moves you could apply to real life. I, his uh, moves no. apparently. <laughs> punching people and shit, like punching totally. punching someone in the face. Yeah, that's applicable. So he wasn't like a fancy wrestler boy that did like the cool, like yeah. very technical, uh, like your uh, Bret Hart's and, and those kinds mm-hmm. of guys. He was just kind of a brawler. And he shows us a little bit of that. I think he kind of leaned on the moves he already knows to, to yeah. you know, to show, yeah. you know, to show yeah. Keith how to do that stuff. So I think it Keith works David. out. Yeah, Keith David, who we're honoring, by the way, he has a stash. Mm. He has a stash, and I don't know the name of the actor. Maybe someone could tell me. But the guy that's talking at the at the um, Rich White meeting at the end of the movie, he has a killer stash. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah, who's yeah. like presenting. Yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah. I have that note being like, we could have honored him too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I was thinking the exact same thing, but I was like, I don't, I don't have the energy. I have no it. idea who the hell that is, <laughs> David. As, as a as a fellow like bass voiced dude, that that guy's my fucking hero because he he did the the few, the proud, the marines. He's the voice of That's the navy, right? <laughs> uh, that 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 thing, and then he also did the uh, um, requiem for a dream. Uh, I know it's pretty, but I didn't take it out for air. <laughs> <laughs> He's also Someone in Mass Effect. His cock off, like don't so stare weird. at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ass to ass for heroin. Oh, uh, he's so good, and he's done. He's done a lot of animation. I think he was in some Batman animated series stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I yep. could be. Well, he's got such a voice. He's right? in so many video games. Which is funny. Do you know what his background is, though? Singing. No, I was dancing. Ah, so close. So close. Yeah. Damn it. I know I watched the interviews with it the stars. Sense. Well, not with Roddy Piper, obviously, but with Keith David and stuff. And he said that, that it, after The Thing was supposed to be his breakout role, and then it bombed. Like, mm. he was struggling for work after that. Damn, and he dude. was only in small roles here and there. And John Carpenter was like, oh, you need work? He's like, I got this movie that I'm making right now. <laughs> yeah. <One> over. <laughs> yeah, come back, buddy. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> He is good. I, he he's he's actually what I really like about his character is he has he's he doesn't have he's like the more pessimistic. He's been through more, and it's obvious. Like he has more to lose. Have, he has more to lose, and he's probably yeah. you know he's yeah. probably experienced. Uh, they have two very different experiences, and Roddy is sort of like oh, I'm kind of optimistic. I think if I work hard enough and I follow the rules, I'll get my American dream, and I'll yeah. get my yeah. job. Yeah, you and, got a little bit of that. And Keith is more like, man, you're stupid. <laughs> like, we're fucked, dude. Like, you don't even know, man. And then it kind of switched roles a little bit, um, you know, as Roddy kind of learns, like, oh, shit, there's, like, this whole fucking thing going on. And there's these, like, aliens that have taken over. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, and Keith is more like, no, I don't want anything about that. I, uh, I know I was talking shit, well, but <laughs> I'm making yeah, decent money so- here on construction. <laughs> Like you said, to, to set it up, you got like Roddy Piper's the homeless guy that like he, he yeah. comes in, he goes to try to like take advantage of any social safety nets that there are, right? He applies for welfare and things, but they're like, nah, man, you look like you could work. He goes to work and they're like, nah, this is like a union shop. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> get yeah. a gig here. And uh, um, Carpenter's whole thing about this was he was like, this is the era of Reagan. So mm-hmm. I wanted to do some shit like shitting on Reagan and and how that yeah. kind of and consumerism, way, consumerism, and in, in the way capitalism was was going, 
mm-hmm. and and juxtapose that with the recent trend of invasion horror, but elevate the invasion horror. Yeah, if you, you watch know. the interview with John Carpenter, he says that he made this movie because he was just pissed off about politics and economy and uh the lack of you know social services yeah Yeah, he he was pissed off and so he made a movie making fun of them and calling them making them literally monsters and he said that what's crazy is that he made this movie about the 80s but it still applies today yeah like you can still see all of these things today yeah and and he's like he's like he's like no one learned their lesson Yeah. As long as there's people prospering, it's it's they're always gonna figure <laughs> they're out. They're always gonna have the haves and have nots. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean goes. somebody's gotta uh dig the ditches. And it yeah. turns out Piper great at digging ditches. Holy <laughs> shit. This man takes his shirt off and even Keith notices. Keith is like, All right, damn. <laughs> I got me motivated. <laughs> yeah, I and was I like late to arrive then, let me tell you. <laughs> And they're, they're, I like their, like, weird, I don't trust you friendship because, like, Keith invites him over because he can tell, like, yeah, this guy's new. Yeah. He's like, hey, yeah. man, like, you know a place we can get some food and stuff? Just follow me. And Roddy's like, uh, nah, he just ignores him. But then Keith notices he's following him. He's like, yo, I don't like being followed. And Roddy's like, well, I don't like, you know, teaming up with someone where I don't know where they're going to go. You know, like, yeah. I like that whole, you're because you're on edge. Like, I, it's kind of like your environment and you just you're just not going to trust anything and you notice that with both characters throughout the entire yeah. movie even so, when they meet up with the good guys they still have like guns like they still yeah. have their glasses like we don't yeah. fucking trust so anyone like, dude. that that whole thing was so good and and uh, if you listen like i said um carpenter he was it was very important that they had this kind of like a friendship you know he yeah. he, he actually chemistry. sent the two of them out to uh go out and have lunch and and in character so he's like you guys have to be method and go out and have lunch in character (laughs) just fucking (laughs) that sounds crazy that was like me and your lunch eddie the first time me and eddie you guys were in character character. yeah Yeah. you know me i'm so different than than this um no but what's so funny so they did that and then uh, um piper was talking about also like on the streets you know it's weird because you don't really have a family on the streets, but the people on the streets have to be your family because what do you got? Right. So he's mm-hmm. like, when he lived there, he's saying you're kind of always sniffing each other out a little bit to make sure you're on the same level as everybody else. And he wanted to try to inject a little bit of that into this. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And they make a big point in this movie of saying it's a dog eat dog world. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, if you want to get ahead, you have to push people down. The whole point, yeah. right? And you have to kind of assume the worst and let someone prove to you that you can trust them and you can respect them because yep. initially you're just going to figure they're going to fuck you over because that's how you survive. That's mm-hmm. just how you survive. And um I think it's different when you have some form of privilege because you know that you're all in you're all helping each other out to become more you know, either more wealthy or more powerful or all the above. But when you don't have that, it's really like, yeah. well, you're just trying to take whatever little bit I have mm-hmm. so you can prosper. I remember yeah. like, you know, well, just for my little bit, I didn't, I wasn't like in LA out in 
um, Skid Row that they're kind of trying to mimicking here because in the movie they, you know, he takes them to like kind of like a little homeless encampment where they have like a church, give them food and stuff. I didn't have that kind of life, but like I do remember, like I didn't want certain shoes because I didn't want them to be stolen from me, and then those shoes are gone, and now I gotta wear like I don't know fucking Mikey's. Uh, so <laughs> I would rather wear shoes Mikey's. people don't want. <laughs> so I have to get shoes with a flea market and wear those. So it's like I think you're always kind of thinking of the worst shit, so that way. You can just, I just want to be left alone. I just want to survive. I honestly, like, because I came up in such fucked up poverty, I remember, like, my mindset used to be everywhere I was walking, I was always scanning the ground in the hopes that I might find, like, a $5 bill one day. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for You're real. Like, like Charlie Bucket looking for that golden ticket, man. Exactly. Yeah, man. Because I come from, like, shit yeah i know i remember <laughs> like no money but uh now it's so funny because i have like, I laugh at those people I'm everyone like, that's uh, ever been on my show i have a dossier and file yeah, uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm like make fun of those people i'm like you have you have no money I'm like that sucks to be you <laughs> <laughs> oh you're poor just thinking yeah. of like little eddie just so pull sad. yourself up by your bootstraps bitch. i did it why can't you <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Me, a white male. I pulled myself up on yeah, my bootstraps. Yeah, exactly. Me, a white male. <laughs> white male with the GED. I did it. You can do it too. Oh, there's this one. I know <laughs> it's a weird jump, but there's this one scene where when they decide they're going to bulldoze, because, you know, Roddy's paranoid about the church and he's like not sure exactly what's going on there, but you know, there's some yeah, fishy yeah. shit. Yeah, I don't know if he's like the TV paranoid or he seems kind of like amused like, by it or intrigued hmm. by it. Well, because they were there so late at night. You notice that they like hacked the signal to the TV. Somebody yeah, did. Somebody. And then uh it um, fucked up and then the, a dude came out of the church and was like, Hey, what are you guys watching? And then the signal fucked up, and he's like, "Hold on, I'm gonna go fix it." And he's like, "What?" Like, it's giving everybody hit it. I gotta go back and check yeah. it out and tweak the knobs. <laughs> and the, honestly, the biggest issue with the, with the rebels, I mean, the 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 aliens call them terrorists, but I think they're just more of a, a rebellious group that they're yeah. trying yeah. to, yeah. you know. Um, the biggest issue is spokesperson issues. They, they needed a higher <laughs> spokesperson who doesn't look like like a they weird a geologist. They need someone like yeah. me to just give me the script. I'm going to sell it. Put me on camera. I'll get these people involved. Let me but give no, you a game plan. Psycho, yeah. this weirdo motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he came from a basement. They They're needed... attacking he us. Looks... <laughs> he sounds like he's from ancient aliens. They've been guiding our culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they <laughs> need they, they need a good face and they need a good spin person. They, yeah. they don't have either. Yeah. And better snacks at the meetings. I didn't see any donuts or lemonade or nothing. Dude, they had, they it's all homeless people. What are they going to have? <laughs> Here's a used Band-Aid I found behind a dumpster. <laughs> They're good at making chili. I know that. <laughs> I think this is apple juice. I don't know. Give it a sniff. I found this dog already dead next to the railroad tracks. <laughs> and that's another issue is target market issues. Why were they targeting? I mean, I understand you're targeting homeless people because they are already down and out. They were already dealing with the with the system, not, mm -hmm. not uh, helping them at all. Hey, yeah. go to colleges, put a couple of CRTs on the college hallway. Oh, yeah, Daniel, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Easiest one's a trick. 
if you're looking for a bunch of uh, uh, disposable soldiers, what you should do is not look for the impoverished like the military industrial complex does in America. You should yes. go for the educated people with a lot of money and, and ability to if you're advance to, in life. That's a good trying, point. Daniel. If you're trying to build a movement, though, that's what you want is the college students. No, you don't. No, no you'll get. <laughs> I mean, the college students don't do shit. Depends Are on the you kidding me? Go to Berkeley. Go to Portland. See what they're accomplishing. They make good coffee. Um, <laughs> good coffee. True. True. Good coffee. The coffee would be really good at the college meetings for uh, the rebellion. I don't know. I mean, you tell me that they're they're better at at doing something than the military industrial complex. I mean, yeah, probably better yeah. at human empathy. I mean, they're good at voting. I mean, look what that got us. The Democrats are in control of what? Three branches of the government? They can't do shit. Roe v. Wade got overturned without... They're all sitting on their dicks. Yeah, they're great, man. A lot of power. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, stay asleep. No thought. Submit. Watch TV. Those are some of the key terms yeah. throughout this movie. Keep voting Democrat. Hillary could have <laughs> Hillary could have won. <laughs> I have been thinking about that, like watching, like when he was looking at magazines and and he he sees the, the subliminal messaging. I'm like, I wonder, like all the stuff I like, what would the subliminal messaging? Be? Yeah, you know, it kept making me think about that shit. Well, of course, I was looking at the books at the magazine stand, yes. the books that they had on the racks, and they had some choice. I don't know if you want me to tell you exactly what they were. No, but go they, ahead. they had some choice ones. Like one of them was uh, ESP by Edgar Casey. And I don't know if you know who Edgar Casey is, but he basically mm. started the modern New Age movement mm. about like auras and psyches and you know, like uh, ESP and stuff like that. That was Edgar Casey. No shit. And so that was on there. And then the book underneath it was the Bermuda Triangle. And it was the book that started the whole myth about the Bermuda Triangle and made nice. it famous. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. did they realize they put those books in? That had to be on purpose, right? Oh, yeah. That was definitely thoughtful. <laughs> so, thoughtful I mean, making. Maybe, maybe it's the whole, like, uh, smokescreen. Like, here's some conspiracy theories, you idiots. To can distract you from busy what's with? really yeah, going yeah. on. Yes. Exactly, Daniel. Well, that's right, what right. I was... I mean, you can kind of read into it as in this movie kind of is like a giant conspiracy <clears> theory. <throat> I mean, the dude, if you don't know, if you haven't put the glasses on, this sounds fucking crazy. Yes. Man, fucking lizard people are ruling us. <laughs> like, on, they're, put on these glasses. they're shaping yeah. our society because they control us and they just want us to consume and reproduce. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, I mean, it's called they live because the graffiti in the church says they live, we sleep, we sleep. they live. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So the the whole and that's part of the, the, the subliminal messaging that was used in it is stay asleep, you know, don't don't yeah. pay attention. And it, they in the movie like this takes place in Los Angeles, you know, heavily populated urban area. And you assume mm -hmm. that all cities probably have this right. You would assume so. Aliens, yeah, they do. <laughs> lizard yeah, people, yeah. Yeah, yeah weird skeleton <laughs> aliens. I mean, there's a lot of They have like these uh they have these buildings that are transmitting signals that are making people oh, like yes. see, you know, like see the things yeah. or covering up their drones that are flying through the air and stuff yeah, so you don't 5G. see it cuz it messes with your brain waves. Yeah, it's 5G. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, well, if you live off the grid, then you wouldn't uh -huh. be getting these brain waves that are making you like asleep. So wouldn't that like? What about mm. people who live on like a farm in Missouri 
Like, would they, they not be getting there? But they're of little significance, who's, really. Who's making a movie about some guy that lives at a farm in Missouri? Candace, maybe one day. <laughs> Candace, maybe one day. Hey, every Superman movie is about a farm kid from Kansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. And Boom. Be, that might be why he's so <laughs> pure of heart, you know? That's why he, Superman uh, movies suck, too. Yeah, he's got no edge <laughs> to him. He's never really seen the streets. <laughs> yeah. Just the cornfields. Which can be scary, too. There was that one Superman comic run. Well, that one comic where oh, he Superman walked. in the hood? Where he, like, walked from neighborhood. <laughs> he, like, walked all across Metropolis without using any of his powers. And didn't do anything. He just walked. And oh, people were, like, great. talking to him and stuff. It's like a fucking black. And they're like, <laughs> they're like. That, Matt? It's like fucking Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's like. For one day, he did not use his powers, and he just, like, walked from one place to the other and didn't, like, intercede any on anything and, like, didn't. And people, he, like, he went to the hood, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I'm wearing blue and red, so they're both shooting at me. Everybody hates me. I don't <laughs> <Everybody> hates me. <laughs> I kind of need to read this. This might actually be good. If it's horrible, it should be covered. Is, in that how does it sound madness. good? It just looks like he's it's, walking. It was like it's a social terrible. commentary in the 90s, and it was about ah, like, uh, perfect. it's ah, like, because, you know, you had these uh, superheroes with all these powers. It's like, why yeah. don't they fix all problems? Why do we still have poverty? Why do we still have crime? Why do we still 90s? have gangs? <laughs> you know, the if they're superheroes. <laughs> Our economy yeah. was doing so good, people had to get angsty and make up problems. Yeah. Like like, like crime? Like <laughs> Pretty dare. sure that's still a problem. Like the, the dare program. <laughs> Pretty sure the that's always program. been a problem. Yep. Yep. Man, the I'm gruff. so sad. Oh, I'm like Spawn. Remember fucking Spawn? Try not oh, to. Yeah. That's so up your alley because it's so I'm so edgy. I hate I'm that so shit. dark. You fucking no, liar. You dumb. loved it. I really like the design of the toys, but I really haven't read, not read Spawn. I just always would look at the design of the toys. I'm like, hmm, this just looks cool. Go find uh, on YouTube. Go find a clip of the the Spawn animated series with that idiot that designed Spawn, Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. He's all like, he does this stupid intro thing. It's all like, uh, so you just found out that you're dead. What are you going to do if the devil offers you an opportunity to come back to Earth? Are you going to take it or not? That's what Spawn's about. And it's like, shut the fuck up. I want to bully That's what Ghost Rider is about, like, too. To me, I want to like, shove this asshole in a fucking... Uh... He's like Clive Barker without the depth. Like, Clive Barker no, Clive is like... Clive Barker rules. Clive well, Barker well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I love Clive Barker. was fucking afraid of dying the, of the AIDS. The sex like, and the... Yeah, the, 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 the sex and, and the pleasure and all that yeah. mixed with some of that other stuff. But Todd yeah, McFarlane's yeah. just pure, like, spikes and leather and fucking... Yeah, he's like <laughs> bitch-ass Clive Barker. Metal. Do you realize <laughs> that we're 42 minutes into this recording and we haven't even gotten... T- through the rest of the cast. <laughs> now we're doing the thing, so you put the glasses on, right? It's like a cool guy. I did not plan on going to my scene, so. Okay, I wonder yeah. if this, so I, uh, Daniel, here's a question for you. You think this inspired the Matrix in any way? Put the glasses on, don't. No, that's crazy. Pill. Oh, yeah, just a little bit. You do get the whole be using, uh, someone says at some point using humans as, you know, like crops or like whatever. Cattle. cattle. Yeah. Yeah, which is very obviously. Yeah, so we get to the the conspiracy theorists whole thing is that they are flipping the climate on Earth through polluting it and whatnot to be more like the climate on the aliens planet, right? And that they're then going to use the human like their uh, livestock. I thought that was a cool, that was a cool idea. 
it's a cool concept. I wish I honestly, there's a lot of things and I, I don't know, maybe it was budget wise or something. There's so many things I wish I could have seen, but I yeah. think at the same time, it's like, you know, use your imagination. Yeah. Budget wise, they couldn't yeah. pull it off. Yeah. It was, I mean, the I mean, amount that they pulled off with their budget is kind yeah. of amazing. There's so many totally. fucking helicopters in this movie. I'm well, like, man, did he just know someone? He had a hook no. Up. So <laughs> the thing is that Clive, uh, Clive Barker, God damn it. Sorry. That they got fault. me on that track. No, the thing is that, that um, Carpenter flies helicopters. And, uh... and so he would love to like shoot these shots where he got the opportunity to fly a helicopter. Like he in the thing. Well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He does a good job with that. I, th- I, I kept I kept imagining so like you know all that ha- you know we find more about that we have that pe- you know the one of the most memorable scenes in my opinion where you know he gets the initial reaction I was actually wondering with all the extras I, this is in my notes with all those extras mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they don't tell the extras what the movie is about. They're just like, you just walking around and you're looking around, you're walking down the street. I wonder if they were looking at Roddy and they're just like, is this about like a blind wrestler? Because <laughs> he's just kind of walking yeah. aimlessly. This big fucking dude. Yeah. <laughs> and those big fucking glasses. Yeah. Man, those, 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 those giant sunglasses. Because they're like, cataracts? they're like, oh, we need to get, we need to wake the people like, up. How are we going to do that? And I'm like, just put those fucking glasses out somewhere and say they're free. People will grab that shit. Yeah. It does not matter what That's it looks true, like. Yeah. As long as it's free, people will take it. I mean, Keith David ain't going to take those fucking glasses. No. He'll kill you. He'll <laughs> <laughs> fucking slam no, your head into concrete. <laughs> I guess then, like, the, the, the thing that I want to get into here is when yeah. he first puts the glasses on, right? And he's looking at the world with it, right? So he sees all the advertisement, the whole obey, the, the yeah. uh, marry and reproduce, Consume. that whole thing. All yeah. of that, like, by the way, all of those landscapes where he's seeing the billboards and shit, those are all like matte paintings. And then they're done mm. so fucking yeah. well. Damn. It's it's insanity. And, and uh, <sighs> when they go into the... the Wendigo? Uh, you believe in those? Wendigo, the Wendigo. <laughs> no, when, when they go into the supermarket, right? Yeah. And he's just dealing on this broad. Oh like, yeah, he's, he's like you. You're okay. You, you're fucking ugly. <laughs> you look Dirty like somebody bitch. dipped your face in cheese fucking fifty years ago. <laughs> formaldehyde face. Yeah, formaldehyde face. <laughs> and well, finally, one of them like picks up the watch and is like, hey, "We got one of them fucking yeah. can see us. He's wearing." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. That's a that's a classic scene, and of course, the scene where he goes into the bank and he's strapped well yeah it's like this whole movie just all of a sudden it's like oh wait i know about these things they're all gonna die yeah (laughs) all of a sudden and if you don't know these are like the innocent bystanders are like this dude's just blowing people away (laughs) yeah yeah no that sucks for so what 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 he was saying too because piper was part of the uh audio commentary with uh um carpenter and he was like, it was really weird because, like, I put, I, I was just wearing sunglasses, and I, how was I, like, it just was me wearing sunglasses. Like, yeah. I didn't see aliens or some shit, <laughs> so I had to act like I saw some shit that was crazy and react to it looking around. It's you know? like, so you had to act so, that's weird you had to use your imagination no i love it because he's he's a wrestler he's not an yeah, actor it's different. so yeah. he kept like explaining his process of how he did it's it like, and he's like yeah. i remember when i was a kid i was afraid of the dark 
and there was this idea that I had in my head of what a monster looked like because this was before like Damn, he'd seen deep. horror movies and shit. Yeah. So he's like, so I just would start picturing the people like look like that. Well, like, yeah. Wow. That that. That's... Yeah, that reminds me That's of dark. a. That reminds yeah. me of that show, The Extras, with Ricky Gervais. Yeah. When yeah. it's got uh, uh, Ian McKellen, and they're like, oh, can you give us some acting tips? And he's like, see, what I do is I pretend that mm-hmm. I'm the wizard yeah. Gandalf, but I'm not yeah. actually a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I just pretend yeah. I am, and that's acting. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I forget who the, the actor was. The, the, there was a lady actor that went on uh, some talk show, and they're like, how do you do it? And she's like, well, I remember what my lines are. <laughs> And then I pretend that that's me. Well, I know uh, Julia, uh, <laughs> the chick from from Dusk Till Julia, Dawn. Julia and, Sweeney. No, the chick from Julia, Dusk Till Dawn, and she's Julia uh, Vans? No, God damn it, Eddie, shut up. She's also from Natural Born Killers. I can never remember her oh, last name to save Julia, my life. Julia uh, uh, Rena. No, that's not Julia, it. Oh, Juliet <laughs> Lewis. Juliet Lewis. Juliet. Julia, Julia. There we go. Juliet Lewis. Out. Yes. Yeah, like, when I was watching out. the extras for <laughs> from *Dust Till Dawn*, they were asking her method. She's like, "I lie." She's like, "That's just what actors do. They lie." Well, women do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was oh. she a Scientologist? <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> I have no Leah. idea. Was <laughs> Leah Remini? I'm pretty sure Juliet Lewis is a Scientologist. Is she? So, I thought well, everybody yeah. in Hollywood was. No, not no. everybody. Some of them are. Just, I, just I, the prove the me good wrong. Ones. Prove me wrong. Okay, hold on. I'll be right back. Okay, Leah Remini <laughs> is not a Scientologist. She did an expose on it. She was born into it, though, right? That's yeah. a little tougher. When you're born into it, it's a little difficult. That's a weird one to be born into. You never hear about someone who was, like, raised a Scientologist no, and is still a Scientologist there. for their whole life. Yeah, I'm sure mm-hmm. they're, they're out there, but you never hear about it. Yeah. Nah, nah. Fair. Fair. You know what? Fuck them. We're not sympathetic toward them. You're right, Candace. Good point. <laughs> I do. I wonder who wrote this line where Roddy tells one of the cops, he tells him to drop it because he's human and mm-hmm. he doesn't want to kill him. And then mm-hmm. he tells him, beat your feet. And that means to go run. Yeah. I would have been like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Start no, fucking the shit out of yourself. Fun fact about that. The actor didn't know what to do. That was Piper's line. He's just, oh, like, he's just your feet. made that up. No yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense. Just, just like that. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out oh, of gum. Oh, he thought of that Piper's line too. Line too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so he'd iconic. Said a, he'd said that in a million wrestling promos before this. He told the guy to beat his feet, and the guy didn't know what to do, so he turned around and then mimed like running in place. Oh. And they had, that was the first take. And he had to cut. And he goes, "No, that means leave." Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> They're like, all right, let's like what region the did, does that come from? It's like, oh, I learned that back. I don't know where Roddy's from. Is he and it's right after it's right after that. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say it's kind of Canadian to me, but whatever. He is I think Canadian. It's the He's from Sask- Saskatchewan <laughs> is where he was born. That makes sense. Um, no, but so the the expression is put an egg in your shoe and beat it. Oh. No, t- no, yeah. Daniel. Not like how you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but it, oh, so that's how Tango was invented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> egg on your You're not actually supposed it. to fuck the egg, dog. Like... You swear, <laughs> that's how you hold it in place. It's in your shoe. <laughs> yeah, as I put the Tango like egg whole... in my shoe. Yeah, it's like a holder. Just fuck my Nikes. So if you have a foot fetish, <laughs> yeah, now I got a foot fetish. God damn it! <laughs> what am I gonna do? Was that a lament configuration in your hand, Eddie? Huh? Was that a lament configuration in oh, your yeah. hand? 
Oh, let me casually oh flash this. Jesus. See if anybody comments I have like on it. A, a thing where I gotta like be fingering stuff all the time when uh, I'm podcasting. Oh, I feel you. You know what I mean? That's what take take yeah. eggs, man. Just get a little tanga egg. And so I got I've got my lament <laughs> configuration. <laughs> I'll bring one out in a little bit. I'll go grab one. Okay, go grab one. Hey, you know what? You should fuck one live. Yeah, demo it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For Candace. I'm very curious. With the right motivation, I could do it. Just so I've got don't talk about it. I don't want to know what that motivation nothing, is. Nothing makes me softer than Eddie's fucking voice. I would, I would, I would like Eddie to be Slip your finger in the egg. Yeah. Daniel, why don't you put it in your butt, buddy? <laughs> You know you're getting mix, hard. Mix that yolk. Mm, come on, Daniel. <laughs> Steve-O was just on uh, Bad Friends, which is a, a big, big, huge podcast. And like Steve-O? Steve-O. from Jack. Hey, Jackass. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. he he did this thing where he beat off while um, skydiving. Oh, okay. And he had to like, I think he needed to beat off while he was in the plane, and then go once he jumped. But all his friends are in the plane, and they're all talking to him. And he's like, that was the hardest part. And he had a guy strapped to his back, like the professional one that, okay. that you know. So he needed to, like, just get off. And he just had to, like, try to think. I think he had a DVD, like a portable DVD player. <laughs> Not just the DVD. It's on his so tablet. He's just looking at the case. <laughs> of Womb Raider. <laughs> he's just fucking the clamshell. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> is that how clouds are made? Is that where clouds come from? Yeah, from Steve's <laughs> cock. <laughs> That's white chocolate rain. By a... the way. <laughs> chocolate rain. Remember that old fucking video? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! Here's how Steve-O's the god of clouds. Yeah, he just creates clouds <laughs> for all of us. I think his <sighs> dick was Thor. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. What <laughs> yeah, Daniel? You the. It was right after this scene in the bank where he meets up with Meg Foster. Fucking the most wicked eyes. Oh, is that not Kirstie Alley? Haunting. What? Is that Kirstie Alley? Kirstie Alley looks like she ate Meg Foster. Have you seen seen Meg Foster now, though? She looks like her skin is made of denim. She was in Rob Zombie's 31. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, I said not Kirstie because she kind of looks like if you can't get at the time, if you couldn't mm-hmm. get her, you would get this woman. I've, so I've already forgot you like her name. to say <laughs> wish.com or dollar store. Mm-hmm. Oh, I usually say discount, discount version. Okay, dollars. I like dollar store. Yeah, yeah. poor man's. Yeah, poor, poor. There's a lot of the, things the, you could say. The Candace version of. <laughs> you could say. What about the Colleen version? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Now I'm looking up Meg Foster. I'm so curious. Oh, she kind of looks like Willem Dafoe. She's also Evil Lynn from yeah. Masters of the Universe. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Oh my God, poor Willem Dafoe. I'm mean to that dude, man. I like how you more trying. you feel more bad for Willem Dafoe than Meg Foster. Like compared you know, to him, because everybody takes shots at him for looking not, bad, but he's trying, for looking like man. a goblin. Dude, look him. Yeah. Look Meg up. Look up Meg Foster, and you fucking no, tell good, me that man. this is. We just watched her. This we is... just I just saw her. Oh my god. She needs to be like in a new conjuring and they don't need to do much. Oh, you're looking at like modern day photos of her? Yeah. Did, yeah. Do you see what I mean about like she still she has looks... like cool eyes though? Yeah, her eyes are beautiful. most intense, yeah. beautiful blue eyes I've ever seen. They're I've glowing. Never... 
Yeah, they're like green, turquoise. Yeah. That's no, they're not green. They're blue. They're like blue with blue like, green. I have, I have beautiful blue eyes, by the way. No, do you? I do. I mean, put you your, can't tell because they're never open. Is the put problem. your eyeball up to the camera? I need, I need to like. <laughs> hey, what's up, Daniel? How you doing, buddy? You need to get those Clockwork Orange ones. Yeah, yes. put it on my credit card. <laughs> you turn on the camera and you're like, "I'm Eddie the X." <laughs> I've been <laughs> asked if I was high like so many times. It's so funny. And I'm your like, whole, no, I'm yeah, just born this way. Your vibe is so chill that it does. Is it? You have a very chill vibe. Even when you're like angry, it still makes me relaxed. <laughs> that's oh, good. that's that's, that's good. the roofies that he has circulating through his air ducts. That's oh, that's what's making you feel relaxed. Oh, that's what it is. I mean, Cosby. <laughs> yeah. So the, the here's the trick is like you know how uh, in the movies when somebody roofies a woman, they'll bring like the wine out, they pour it, and then they put one in her glass. I yeah. just roofie the wine all the time. No, so then I'm you, drinking it too. I've just become immune. Uh, no, you just then you make the candle that's burning also has roofies in it. Oh yeah, and yeah, you like yeah. and every time you see her, you have roofies like in the air, so that even if she's not around you, just the sound of your voice will make her pass out. <laughs> roofies <laughs> in the like air, conditioner. Does, <laughs> that does sound kind of like a loud singer song. <laughs> yeah. Roofies in the air. There's roofies in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you smell it. The roofies. <laughs> You're not about to know what's gonna come in your butt. That's my dear. <laughs> you cannot feel your face. <laughs> Good luck trying to prove it in court. You're a woman and no one will believe you. Thank you, Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, Roofies in the air. If anyone wants to write that Roofies one. Roofies in the air, ladies and gentlemen. Send it. Coming in at number one, Roofies in the air. And now back to the Mustachioed Podcast with Daniel. Yeah. I do like the fact that, <laughs> I do like the fact that we have, you know, you got Roddy. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's shooting everybody. He finally gets Keith to to agree, like, things are happening. We need to work together. Oh, man, after when they're, like, when they're the going into... Fight. After <sighs> the knockdown yeah. drag-out fight. Yeah. One of the yeah, most famous fights fight. in movie history. It's One of the best amazing. fights in movie history. They, they uh, practiced that fight in Carpenter's backyard for a month and a half. Wow. Yep. I mean, it makes sense. I, I, the, it's a lot of... It's so well choreographed. And and the, the fucking the end of that fight when he swings the two by four and busts in the rear windshield from the car. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. I'm sorry, <laughs> dog. And then he, Keith David goes to break the beer bottle. Like he's gonna stab a motherfucker with it, but he just shatters the whole thing. The Piper's like, ah, <laughs> and points at him and laughs, and that pisses him off and starts the fight over. Again. <laughs> or oh, I like I it when it. like Roddy's on the ground and Keith David leans down, holds out a hand to pick him up, and you know Roddy grabs it and he's like, "I told you, motherfucker!" He punches him in the face yeah. while he's pulling him up. <laughs> I love that. Use him in the ball bag like seven multiple times. Oh, that ball bag. <laughs> Because I was going to say, like, other than that, the, the violence of this whole sequence doesn't bother me more yeah. than the, like, trash water that's just sort of sitting in the alley. Oh, God, that yeah. That fucking gross. I mean, can we fight somewhere else? I don't <laughs> a more sanitary environment <laughs> for a street fight. Well, what's so funny, too, is, and they talk about it in, in the... Uh, the director's commentary is like the the difference in lighting that they use when they're downtown versus when they were in uh, Meg Foster's house. 
is like you're in a different world and, and carpenter's like yeah this is a house that we rented to film here it's like three houses down from where i live on the hollywood hills and i'm like yeah of course it fucking is because that then you know when when she ko's him with the bottle el cabong's him dude that whole sequence is insane so he said that he has taken in wrestling there's a work which is pretend and there's a shoot which is real right yeah he has taken shoot punches from people in wrestling like andre the giant to the head that hurt less than when meg foster hit him with the bottle the first time (laughs) because it didn't break Oh, is this the dunk? <laughs> yeah, it just got El Cabonged in the dome piece, like kadunk. And they're like, he's like, I need a minute. I need a minute. And then you, when you see the fucking stuntman fall out of there and you know the goo down the stairs. Yeah. Oh my god! And that was a Schwarzenegger stunt double too, by the way. What? Damn, that's kind of complimentary. Same dude. That you're 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 girthy enough to uh, have you can yeah, use Schwarzenegger. I mean, come on, they're yeah, both pretty big guys. That's but pretty after, good. After the big fight, when they're like going to check into a motel room and lick their wounds, <laughs> yeah. they're just like limping, leaning on each other. Yeah. They're so tired, so sore. You know they it don't have like healthcare shit. plans. <laughs> they can't go to the doctor. They're like, hope oh something didn't rupture. <laughs> And they look like shit. Just they look into so a tired and horrible. Room. They're yeah. bloody. It so great. Piper kept like pointing out. He's like, "I'm the fucking world champion. This guy's a dancer, <laughs> and I look so much worse than him right now." But I do like the fact that you know they go up there. Keith is like super into like looking in the glasses and stuff, and apparently using them too much gives you a headache. Kind of makes yeah. sense because you're breaking into a signal. You're kind of like yeah, you're kind of hacking so... into their signal. I guess Carpenter's idea was that that disrupting the signal that that they're hacking your regular eye shit, yeah, disrupting that causes a headache because your eyes are are connected to your brain, but your Makes entire sense. like everything, what you hear, what and every all your other senses are still tuned to their disruption of the signal, but then when your eyes do it, it gives you a, a headache. Oh. That's true. That seems to make more sense. And then eventually they get contacts, which is really fun. Yeah. You get to see Keith try to put on a contact and I've never seen someone like open their eye and squint at the same time. (laughs) I know when I got contacts, it's one of the tricks they they give you is like look away from your finger when you're putting it on your eyeball. Because you're automatically going to want to squinch even though you're not supposed to. So you have to be like I mean, really I was, embrace I, it. Yeah, I did a visual joke on a on a podcast. That's very. <laughs> so, so the answer is to just have perfect eyes like mine. Yep, have that twenty twenty baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta have it. You gotta have it. I have so, it when I put sure. contacts in. When I wear glasses. <laughs> and then we, you know, that that character that I didn't even have, I didn't know his name until I looked it up. His name's Gilbert. Um, Gilbert, what a great name good old gilbert Gilbert. and he's one of the main leaders of the rebellion yeah and of the i guess the la sector and he finds them somehow at the hotel and i'm still i'm i'm not sure if he has guys all over the place to look for them or what but in la it would be pretty hard to find two guys (laughs) i don't know find two guys in a random hotel room yeah um no i think that that (laughs) he's 
the part of it was that they were like in deep with the homeless community in downtown LA. Mm, and if yeah. you've ever been in downtown LA, man, that's there's a lot uh, of homeless people. That's rough. Yeah. yeah, it is. That's that's one of the things where I was like, he's walking everywhere. Dude doesn't have a car. He doesn't have money for a cab. But he goes mm. from the Hollywood Hills to downtown LA. Well, he rolled it. down the hills. That was crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's walked all over LA in the course of like one day. Yeah. It's not a walking city either. No, from what I've heard. No. no, not at all. The only place I ever walked, the only I walked to two places were in Huntington Park. I walked to the liquor store and to the donut shop. They were both <laughs> directly down the street. So, uh, my wife and I caught a concert down at the Palladium. And we were just like, you know what? We're going to go park. Like, we found a parking structure at, at basically at the intersection of Hollywood and Vine, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, as as L.A., as as Hollywood as you can be. And yeah. we're like, we got an hour. Let's walk around and do the thing. So we went to the Museum of Death, like, checked out all that shit. They got the mm-hmm. Heaven's Gate exhibit and all that craziness. Yeah. It is the most insane juxtaposition of humanity because you've got, like, a three-story fucking sushi restaurant, right? That there's a waiting list to get into and it costs $700 a plate to eat at, but you have to step over human feces to get into it mm-hmm. because just homeless people are, are everywhere, unfortunately. Just cities. Yeah. <laughs> and it fucking sucks. I feel yeah. like Los Angeles wouldn't be a terrible area to be homeless because at least the weather's steady. I think so that's you don't why have... there's so many. That's the point. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the why point. is because it's like if you're going to be homeless anywhere, be homeless where it never gets over 70 degrees. Yeah, or yeah. under. Or, or under yeah. 60 degrees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like just always like this. Just beautiful out here. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I miss it, man. So it nice. is so freaking hot in San Antonio. Right now, it's not too bad. Um, I think it's like probably 80, like upper 80s. It's probably like 89. It it hit 68 today. Jesus. Crazy. Yeah. That is so wild. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, I was way off. I, I was I was feeling my room. It's 97 degrees outside. <laughs> currently? It's currently? Currently. Oh my god, and you're later than where I am. God damn, dude. Okay, hold on. Let me I'm gonna do the thing. This is fun podcast content, people. With knowing well, what actually, the temperature is currently. I gotta get another beer anyway, so just keep going. Let's do some fun facts about the movie while Daniel's gone. Do you know what the European release of They Live was titled? No. Invasion LA. Makes sense. Yeah, because I'd like they live better. Much better. Yeah, it's more <laughs> yeah. pithy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, the Invasion LA sounds like some kind of like a 50s B movie, you know, where it's like yeah. it's invaders from Mars. It it sounds like uh, Bronson needs to be in it. Yeah. You know, like Invasion <laughs> USA. Yeah, because it's all those, you know, all those minorities, those immigrants have invaded LA. Jesus, Candace. <laughs> God damn What's it. What's problem with you minorities? Fucking... <laughs> God damn it. Came in at a good time. Did you hear what she's talking about, Daniel? Yeah. She's talking about all the minorities. Daniel's in LA. one of those minorities invading LA, to, okay? No, I was trying to tell her that <laughs> LA used to be Mexico and she just won't fucking listen to it. <laughs> so the, I, I was going to ask this because I had this in my notes. So I was curious about y'all's opinion because you are a horror, sh- you know, you do cover a lot of horror movies. 
and you watch call me? a lot of scary movies. You're a bunch of whores. She called you a prostitute. What do you think of the design of of these alien creature things? What what, what was your first impression of it initially, and what do you think of it now? Uh, when I first saw it, you know, I think I was. I mean, I don't remember exactly when I first saw it, but I remember my reaction as like a kid. I always thought they were kind of like goofy looking. Yeah, they yeah. they're very like sci-fi yeah. like i said 50s b-movie sci-fi look to them yeah. but now they're iconic now it's like you You're see right. that newscaster and he has the obey sign behind him and he's holding his papers and you're like i know what that is and where that's from yeah and people use it... that and they probably have no idea where that comes from it's just such an iconic yeah. image where's that one artist that has the whole obey he basically stole <laughs> i don't know if he stole it or if john yep. carpenter gets any money from it but they, no, I, he, he did yeah he carpenter has it. i have some shirts i think <laughs> carpenter was even talking about there's a uh, restaurant in new york that that is entirely themed off of this whole... their menu everything is themed off of that that very stark uh, black and white bold typeface aesthetic. Oh, yeah, because wow. it's very 1984. It is. It is. Yeah. I can see people. Yeah. Don't, don't think. And the the uh, alien design and a lot of the shots are very Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Definitely. Right. So how about you, Eddie? What what is your opinion on how they look on the? the I, design? I think it's tight. You think it's tight. I think yep. it's pretty cool. It's no. <laughs> Um, tango type i think it's pretty cool because <laughs> like if you think about like alien design right like nobody ever did this nobody ever did like this weird and especially because it, it has to read in black and white that's the other mm. thing is that when you're revealed what the real world looks like it is made black and white which is you know analogous to the truth the truth is black and white but it's also so much less defined you get so yeah. much less nuance in it i think it stands up really well their design in the black and white and then when you see it in color it's like holy shit oh you yeah know, they're very vividly colored fucking pops so i think it i think it's really successful in what they were setting out to do although i wonder how they form words because they don't have any lips it's got like teeth yeah and you yeah. can actually hear that from the actor i, I was actually yeah you curious. can hear them like struggling to kind talk of muffled a little bit like yeah. they all sound like bane uh but the regular people talking to them like in the supermarket you really hear that because i think they actually are using they they didn't use any voiceover for it or you know they mm -hmm. i think they just had them talking through those masks and you don't you look so good like, to us either yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah when, yeah when the aliens like well i think you're ugly too it's like <laughs> bitch you look like somebody shit on your face like <laughs> some people pay good money for that what you all, <laughs> yeah you all are pretending to look like us we're not pretending to look like yeah you. That. i think what makes it what makes it kind of to me what made it seem kind of i guess semi-silly or like it was trying to have a, a sense of humor about it was the fact that they have wigs on still mm. <laughs> you know what That's i mean like funny. the <laughs> wigs don't disappear when you're seeing them yeah. they get to keep their hair but then you see their face and it made me kind of like oh that's kind of funny like i think it would be scary if they're all like bald and like you know like looking terrifying yeah. it kind of makes them a little more approachable in my opinion but they still look really creepy I oh, thought, so you're you know, saying the people with hair are more approachable than people without it right? yeah, oh I yeah think, definitely I think definitely more trustworthy yeah i think okay. if me and eddie were walking down different sides of the sidewalks right mm -hmm. across the street from each other more women would hold their purse close to them if on his side then, then yeah, yeah that's probably true <laughs> 
Sure. Because people aren't <laughs> racist in America, Daniel. That's a good point. Well, we got to do it in San Antonio where there's more, <laughs> more of me. <laughs> Uh, I, I, don't know, I think I've, I'm 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 aging into a jolly look. Is what I'm going for. Oh, that's we, that that's the word we're going to use. <laughs> that's the move. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going for jolly. Like I've got the beard going on. Like you know, mm-hmm. I look. I'm trying to look approachable because my wife's going to die soon. I'm aging uh, for jolly. Not I'm just plan on it. Doing, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it'll happen. Die soon. <laughs> it'll happen in the next. What day is Month. it? <laughs> well, her birthday is coming up. If I could, if I could angle it for before then, then I get out of presents. Yeah, exactly. Then you have to buy anything. Yeah. It's win-win. Who would be, uh, the better single person out of y'all two. We know I mean, I'd, I'd be led. I'd be awful. No, Candace would be terrible. Awful. She has no personality. First of all, she has no ability <laughs> to like laugh with people at, at all. Like. Um, I she think makes her friends grasp. Quick, though. I make yeah, friends. I don't of. make boyfriends quick. Don't make boyfriends. <laughs> There's a big difference. Yeah, I think guys don't. Of... Guys don't really like it when you make no. period jokes. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> technology is really bad too. So she probably wouldn't take the, the dating apps or anything like I that. Only I only watch romantic comedies. Yeah, I have a pretty <laughs> solid income. Um, I do too. <laughs> I don't. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not some... going to get it measuring that out there that's true i'd lose (laughs) but then again if you went to a family reunion i'd find a date you could pull down (laughs) numbers in the night that's true and you'd be able to find uh, lovers but probably not another husband yeah i I avoid my family so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. okay i have guns too that that's helpful that's true (laughs) get you a date real quick yeah (laughs) <laughs> now, who are we kidding if i was single i would just be like dude score i'm done i don't know oh, man with anyone i would ever just again if, oh, god really? forbid any god forbid anything happened to my husband i'll just Daniel, die alone are you kidding <laughs> i like i like a good connection with humans uh, I specific, hate, very, very specific ones I'm i hate so dating that like nervousness oh, and you're like oh, oh i don't really? know how i can't really act like myself because guys don't like that so you know <laughs> oh, so you <laughs> like, don't like you <laughs> You're like second guessing everything you're you yeah. everything that's about to come out of your mouth. I like, like you told on yourself. I I remember I went was met like did online dating thing. Okay, Cupid, and I was meeting a guy, and wow. I was asking my friends for advice, uh-huh. and they were like, "If only they made a paper bag for personalities." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the advice that I got. Those are her friends. Wow, Those are my friends. Oh, that would have. Oh, I would have been a Ken doll underneath after that. I just would have been like, you no, know Candace, what? If, never if, have sex. Both, if our spouses both die, I'll help you out to, to meet people. Financially? No, not financially. I, I feel it. like I'm really Oh, just good. like some Russian guy arrives in her place. He's like, no, no, no we're no, no, together? No, no. no. I feel like I'm really good at helping Where people. Where is Mr. X? <laughs> Mr. X said I should come to your country. He promised <laughs> Promise, I, I like look him up and down. I'm like, can you cook? You promised peanut butter and my freedom. You've got You're potatoes. Like, <laughs> You're like, I got the peanut butter. You're gonna have to lick it off, though. You know, there's no peanut butter in this house. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, Candace hates peanut butter. The fucking loser. Oh, you don't like peanut butter? She associates nope. it with poor people, and she hates poor people. Ah, I get it. <laughs> yep. yep. I'm 
pretty sure minorities eat peanut butter too. So now she has (laughs) cashew butter. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. You just don't like the. Is it a texture issue or no? No, no, no. No, it's a flavor issue. Poor people. So she likes cashew butter and uh, macadamia nut butter. Yeah, and I don't eat spinach, just kale. Mm. Ah. <laughs> yeah, like or spinach. arugula. That's the only kind of leaf leafed salad I will eat is arugula. <laughs> arugula gang, here we go. Um, Where are we at in the movie? We're kind of just <laughs> talking about it. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are some other things we wanted to bring up about the movie? Buck I flowers. To bring up the. I was going to ask you all that if there's anything we haven't talked about. Yeah, no, I wanted to bring up the cool when uh, they use the portal watch. Mm. That's pretty cool. <laughs> The portal watch. I like how he kills a... Meg Foster with it. He like opens a portal in her torso. <laughs> it's pretty. No. Like I, I do like the idea of, of the whole portal watch. I like how it's introduced initially, and they're kind of like, "What the hell?" And then I guess is it Keith that figures because he's kind of he doesn't even figure it out. He's just like <laughs> fucking with it, and he's like this stupid watch, and he throws no. But it's it's um. I think it is interesting that they use that. They're like the way that they delineate between the the haves and the have nots is like they have these expensive watches. And by the way, those expensive watches allow them access to things we don't have access to. Yeah. Almost like a Rolex. You know, you can't just go if you have money, you can't just go buy a Rolex. You have to like be invited into their stupid ass club to buy a Rolex. It's like stupid crap like that. Wow. Anyhow, I didn't even know that. So I didn't know that either. Show you how poor I am. <laughs> no. So if you want to get a Rolex, they you have to like apply to get a Rolex. Which I'm like, yeah, you could just completely suck my entire wow. car, by the way, yeah. for your watch. You can Fuck lick you. my taint. <laughs> I've got a cell phone that's got a better watch on it and it does more shit. So Fuck your Rolex, more dick. like Rolex. My my dicks. Uh, so no, it, 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 and no, I love he's... I love analog watches, but I don't think I would ever, even if I was in that tax bracket, like yeah. I just cannot. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I feel like my ancestors would look down upon me and be like, so "You stupid I, piece of shit." I do have an analog watch. Think you're better than us because yeah. of the the nature of where I, I love work. analog I'm, watches. Yeah, I'm watch. not allowed to have but smart technology at all. Yeah, I have to have things that are not connected to anything. And if I want to know what time it is, I have to have a watch. So I found I intentionally like hipster dickhead that I am found some like old Casio piece of shit. That's what oh, I like use. a digital use, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah an old Casio Casios are very dependable. Watches. No, they rule. They they, they're dependable time. as fuck. But like, yeah. I have to set the year wrong because it wasn't built to go to this year, so that the date. <laughs> oh stays wait, right. you oh. a vintage Casio because they make new ones. <laughs> you bought a, a, a oh. vintage Casio watch. <laughs> Did it Y2K yeah, yeah. itself? That's, that's exactly yeah, yeah, why you had to reboot it. Just like exploded. Wow. So you like with the extra mile. And you just found it at a swap yeah, shop. Yeah. It's no, probably still worth more than my Casio because it's actually a, an antique I, at this point. I think it's worth like thirty dollars, maybe. I mean, it's very yeah, it's funny. Not bad. I know that thirty bucks for a watch that it's works. It's funny to have that. So uh, that that's yeah. What color uh, is it? Is it the gold? Is it black? Yeah, I'll go get it. Silver? Here, I'll be right back. Okay, Pandas. why not? Pandas be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I like you just break out in song. <laughs> what? Everybody likes a song and a dance. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves that carnival creepy song that <laughs> makes you think of clowns. 
Oh, but that oh, took me to the circus as a. I that think is... I went to the circus when I was very like nine years old. It was not good. No, terrifying. Especially when you think about the animals, you're like, oh, those yeah, animals need to not be trapped. They need to be free. Because yeah. I mean, clowns. Like honestly, I respect the clown like industry. Like I, I understand there is a lot of talent that goes into it. These clowns need to go to clown school or whatever, and they, they literally is a clown school. Yeah, yeah, like a clown college, and apparently it's the only college that has free tuition you just have to like it just takes um a lot of work to actually get accepted like i guess you have to do a bunch of shit yeah you probably already have to know how to do at least some things before you can get in there and you gotta buy your own show that you're dedicated yeah yeah so i respect it i just i just have never found them they don't do it for me i i and it's not that i find them scary yeah i just i remember my dad was laughing because um I remember I I forgot. I guess I closed it out of my mind, and now I can kind of remember little snippets because my dad was reminding me. But I was like 15 years old, and I I asked my dad, "Hey, did you ever take me to the circus? I feel like you did." He's like, "We did. Like you were like pretty. Uh, you were little, and it was the, He's like the one of the few things I remember is a clown came up to you and was doing these fun little tricks, and you were just looking at him straight face, <laughs> like you weren't laughing, but you weren't scared. You're just like, yeah." Why? Yeah, this, I'm indifferent to this. <laughs> I'm indifferent. I, yeah. <laughs> the thing I, that I like is mimes. Oh I don't like I don't like I don't understand why people hate mimes so much. I'm like, that's cool as hell. You fucking do it. Yeah, because mime is kind of like it's like uh, it's sort of in that same vein of of dancing where it's like a form yeah, of Yeah, it's very physical. Where, yeah, it's very physical. They're doing very specific things and you're also like if you're understanding what they're doing then it's like it's working yeah it's like look he's look he's standing on a wall that's not there (laughs) but he's selling it that's the thing though he's selling it if they're good i also like that their their whole face makeup isn't as outlandish you know we talked about clowns we did we talked about clowns the entire time well there's different types of clowns too that's true. Because you have like the tragic clown and you have the happy clown and then you have like those uh there's a, a type of French clown that like their facial expressions never move. It's all through the body and that's how they okay. do their act. Oof. Yeah, they're so there's mimes. like it's not mimes, they make they're noises. They're, it's not mimes. Leave it to the French to come up with like the the most creepy form of what a clown clown. could be (laughs) yeah i actually listened to a podcast someone from a clown school and they were talking about all the different disciplines of clowning wow (laughs) i see curious interesting i actually like clowning interesting i i it's okay so my watch is um you'd be the worst clown eddie (laughs) (laughs) the fuck are you looking at (laughs) so this is my watch it's a uh oh i love that casio something i don't know I had to take a piss. That's put it really closer to the camera. Put it closer to the camera, though. Let me see it. I even get a really good no, look at it, baby. You. Hold on. I got. I'm going to turn my light on so I can see. Okay. Well, we can see him just fine. I don't know what his problem I is. I can't tell if he's <laughs> high or drunk or both. I think that's just his face. <laughs> okay. No, I can see. There we go. It says it's a Casio data bank telememo. Wow, Ooh. that is eighties as fuck. That sounds <laughs> that telememo fifty. Yeah, and you, telememo. You it's, very, it's very fancy. Ooh, is what it is. Oh, that does it have that band that like pinches your arm hair? No, can't you know get a lot of about. arm hair. I do. <laughs> it's like a pelt. Yeah. Oh, I got little is... Timmy. 
Hold, hold on. Little Timmy can take over. For this me. is no, my walk-in closet. There's my there's my nice silk uh, nightgown up there. Actually, I did notice that. It looks very comfy. It is very comfy. It's very cool in the summertime, too. <laughs> oh, God. I knew you were going to bring that out. I did not want to see that right now. As much as I don't mind clowns, not a big fan of dummies and dummies. Yeah, dummies specifically. Yeah. Okay, I got little Timmy here. Do a shtick. Jeez. I'm so glad I have tomorrow off. <laughs> I don't. I know. We're wrapping this up, baby. Don't the worry. Over, the camera's over there, Tim. Oh, my God. You know what's you, good on a podcast is just, visual, guys. You've just seen a yeah. color. Is, Ventriloquism is. really sells so, on podcasts. So Eddie's holding this <laughs> this uh, this dummy. That honestly, doesn't look like Tim at all. Have you actually no. seen Tim, Eddie? No. You've seen Tim already. Right? I've never seen Tim. Yeah. Are you serious? I've never seen him, no. He looks like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Timmy. half bad. That wasn't half bad. Who's that? Who, who the fuck is she? Uh, that's that's <laughs> Timmy. That's Candace. Oh, yeah, not not a lot to look at, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm... <laughs> well, I'm sorry. We can't all be Timmy's. <laughs> so we're talking about the part where. Well, at least the part I wanted to talk about was when we get to the, I oh my god, the name of it. It's they they called the Human Power Elite. That's what mm. they call. I think that's what they call the sellouts. So we that, find that out like they're, ballroom. Yeah, and that ballroom with the MC with the killer mustache. We find out about the the, the sellout humans and everything. There's there's regular humans that are helping out the aliens to basically keep things steady state and yeah. uh, keep everyone under you know basically yeah, assimilated to the, the system. Republicans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Reaganots. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the Reaganots. The, pe- is, the people who sell out their fellow that's man. The social, right, that's the social commentary is that we're selling out our fellow man to, to other people who, who are, um, they're, they're going to harvest the working class. Yeah, 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 yeah. We find out that they're going, like he mentions multidimensional expansion, so they're growing, everyone's prospering, at least the ones that are helping them and all that. And then we see that the uh, one of the homeless individuals who was always kind of bitching about the TV being hacked. George Buckflower. George Buckflower. I've seen him in stuff. Oh, he's in everything. Right? And he's always a homeless man. He's, he's, he's always a bum. This is the most cleaned up I've ever seen him is the end of this movie. But it's funny because he's wearing that tuxedo and he's got his, uh, his bow tie on, but the strap for the bow tie is over his collar. So even though he's supposed to be like dressed up, still not quite. Even even though he's uh he's supposed to be dressed up, he still fucks it up. (laughs) Did you get that? Did you get that shirt free at your gym? I did actually. I got it from the NC State gym. I shit you not. (laughs) Did you stand up and do a turn? No, it's not gonna happen. (laughs) Thought so. I do not like seeing Eddie with like a dummy on his lap. And I don't know what's going on underneath. I can't see what's happening underneath. It's just making me uncomfortable. I'm assuming both of y'all are pantless. It's a... <laughs> I don't know what to think, man. So yes, come on, the guy wearing the REM shirt. This is not an REM shirt. This is a. Are you talking REM re me? It's a podcast. Oh, about oh, that's, REM. That's real clever. Yeah, <laughs> it is it's real it's, interesting. It's not at all, but y'all are welcome to check it out. It's 
Oh. Oh, Daniel Ross, that's good. Hey, you know what? Maybe, I guess the show's over now. <laughs> maybe you should start shouting out the window. More people fucking hear him. Maybe, hey, Daniel, open up your bedroom window down there in San Antonio. More people would hear you than your fucking podcast. How about that? You just... Sorry about that. It's Daniel. Sorry about that. I actually well, had the back screen on my mouth. <laughs> the back, the back put it on my mouth. It's a great, it's a great fucking Texas internet they got down there, huh? With all their, all their, their power infrastructure. Grids. All their infrastructure. <laughs> they don't need any tax money to support. Right, Daniel? Oh, God. How do Isn't you and right, Tim buddy? always find a way to get so political and make everything boring? They do make everything know. political. It's true. How do you find a way to have Super all of sad. your technology? Can't we just have fun? No, we can't just have. have fun. If they have to wrap it into some fucking yeah, crazy fucking right, alt, left, I, look, whatever dude, the fuck I don't it's know. called. The guy, I, I don't know. I bought the, the fucking dummy from some dude in New York. The guy's out of his mind. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny that uh, your lips are moving at the same time as his. So is his hand up your ass? You, you gonna dye that beard one of these days, old man? No, it's <laughs> I, I don't mind if it's gray because like men age naturally, and that's yeah, sure. Keep telling yourself that. Any anything else y'all wanted to cover before we get to the quick impression? Everybody thing? dies at the end. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the movie: everybody dies at the end. Yeah, but he, the world saved. That's true. You know, you gotta sacrifice yourself sometimes. What an asshole. I gotta get rid of this guy. Hold on. This man is incorrigible. My he God. really is. He's like the real Tim. God, yeah. Okay. He's Sorry a, about that. Second Tim to really ruin a, an episode. He fucks it all up, man. So, no, I love the uh, the little heel turn that she does at the end with her mm. little gun. Like when she pops Keith David real quick. It's so, oh, it's like such a flash. It's brutal. She does it so easily. Yeah, just like done. Yeah, I like the the way he cut that scene too. You didn't need to see his head get exploded or yeah. anything. It yeah. still had a, a really good impact at the same time. So yep. I like yep. that. I like that she she does that classic almost James Bond villain type where she talks to Roddy because I guess she still has kind of some connection to him, even though all she did was throw him off a fucking. <laughs> throw him off her apartment yeah. into his... yeah there's yeah. they don't really build up that relationship no. at all before no there's that little moment when the meeting and then like shit blows yeah. up and they really don't connect at all and somehow he forgives her by the way for throwing him out of yeah that's building. because he thinks that she's hot and he's a dude so I guess. he's not thinking with the big head well yeah. he's a he's also a pretty stupid guy that's true he's not very right keith is like Dude, I know what I'm talking about. You need to figure this out. And then you have Roddy, who's just like, I'm just falling ass backwards into this situation. I don't know what <laughs> he to kind do. of is. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the time, <laughs> I mean, his his whole character is just like uh, the nobody, right? I mean, that's that's yeah. the point. And he's just kind of curious, stumbling into things, and, and trying to do what he can. But man, and yeah, he automatically knows dumb. what's right and wrong, though. He doesn't he doesn't really think like, oh well, I mean, they're winning, so yeah. I mean it doesn't take much to know the difference between right and wrong. You would think you're, yeah. you know. Then you start to rationalize. Unless you're a Republican to quote little it Jimmy. Could be his, his lack of overthinking things that makes his actions so significant. 
yeah. he doesn't waste any time yeah. he just immediately starts acting upon what he sees something that's going <laughs> on that's, that's so funny because piper like born in saskatchewan he lived in australia he lived in scotland he lived all over the world right when they get to the scene where he's got the shotgun and he's just fucking dealing it out in the bank on people, he's like, see, this is fucking America right here. You know that something is wrong. You're the only one who knows that it's wrong and you're willing to do whatever it takes to correct it. And he's saying it like that's a good virtue. And Carpenter <laughs> in the commentary tracks like, yeah, so uh, I was mad about capitalism yeah <laughs> <laughs> very funny and i like the i do like the series of gags like it's it's one of those it's a very interesting film in the sense of you get this very dramatic epic ending where you know he dies where he's able to blow yeah. up the satellite he throws the bird at the helicopter and at the camera basically yeah, yeah. kind he's of breaking fourth wall at the end yeah. yeah and then we get a series of like random shit going on where i know there's like one where a guy's like the woman's like riding a guy but yeah because you, yeah, you see way. some titties finally yeah he, you remember that <laughs> scene, right? the the very, yeah she's just funny. like like bat like kind of really slowly well, rocking do back and forth she doesn't <laughs> God damn it. she doesn't look enthusiastic at all she's watching tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's watching, watching TV, and and yeah. then like she like looks down, and he's like, "Why'd you stop?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Ah!" And like they kind of did it where they have the the prosthetic stuff on the face, but like his you body can see still, the line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah his body <laughs> still looks kind of hot. I would still stay on if I was. Yeah, track. he had a six pack. <laughs> yeah, just, that you know, washboard abs. <laughs> put a bag on his face, Yobo style. <laughs> Get it done. Well, he's got a mask, so, right? So as you know, I like to do a quick impression of the movies that I cover. By the way, y'all are welcome to do a quick impression if y'all want to, but here's a segment that oh, I like yeah. to call quick impression. No, don't grab Timmy. Don't don't quick impressions. Nada. Life's a bitch. And she's back in heat. And do you have one, Eddie? <laughs> no. No, I don't. Oh, but Tim does? Oh, uh, no. Why don't you host your own fucking podcast? <laughs> Why don't we get to the plugs? Boy, that that actually is a lot like Tim. <laughs> yeah, well. And then fuck up the plug. Yeah. <laughs> go to patreon.bits forward slash com you're gonna, you're gonna want to open askjeeves.com. <laughs> if you want to go to Lycos, put it in the search field. All my bills are mailed to me. I don't oh, believe paperless. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go kill the fucking mail lady because she's stealing my goddamn mail. <laughs> go ahead and give out the real plugs. Candace, what, Candace, why don't you give out the real plugs? All right. Uh, go to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits and sign up for our Patreon where you have access to the Blood Bank, which has over 3,000 rare exploitation and grindhouse films any movie that we talk about on our podcast is in the blood bank of uh, the bloody bits horror show podcast of your choice i watch they live through podcast the blood bank of your choice podcast. Not podcast of your choice candace <laughs> i mean if you have to choose a podcast choose bloody bits oh yeah, okay. you gotta choose one choose oh. bloody bits and and uh, y'all don't just cover horror like y'all yeah. y'all are mixing it up a little bit now right yeah. y'all did some like D and D for people that have trouble sleeping yeah yeah 
So, I mean, y'all are willing to mix it up, which I truly appreciate. I think yeah. it's good to have that out there. Next time we do but... D&D, I'll have you on then. Mm. Oh, please, God, no. <laughs> I, I thought you liked doing improv, didn't you? You're like, hey, I'll do characters and do improv and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but but D&D when you don't not... know the roles and you're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do next. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that is for me. That's a lot of fun. D is like improv, but you're like in a really bad show because like nobody's funny. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you got Everyone's Candace and Tim, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Tim was actually. I did listen to I think the first two, and um, oh, I ringing did, endorsement. Like... <laughs> I listened to like the first two. Well, they're long. I don't. I couldn't follow it that well. I but I did like the fact that yeah. it is kind of fun when you have someone that's learning on the go. And Tim was kind of hilarious because he's like, "Can I do this?" And y'all are like, just go he, came, well. he came up with some great ideas, though. He had some yeah, real yeah. out of the box thinking. Yeah, because you're yeah. just like going with the flow, so it kind of works. But yes, check out check out their podcast, and you know where you can find my podcast. Thank I mean, you're so listening much. to his podcast already. Yeah, you can. So find... why would you need to promote it? Like that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, I guess. Go, do that. Go give Daniel a five star review, and uh, yeah. uh, bring up something about um, Candace's tits. Jesus, Christ. in the review. I was going to show him at the end, but you know what? I'm not now. I'm My not. Yeah. God, when you yeah. even like mime like riding on a dick, like I, now it's an innie. <laughs> like, oh my god. I'm like I'm I'm traumatized. <laughs> this is not good. From full beef to micro, just like that. Damn. Yeah. Oh. Well, thank y'all so much. I appreciate y'all jumping on the show and uh Yeah, hey, no problem, live. man. Yeah, had a great time. Knew I would. Always a good time. All right. Mm-hmm. Until next time, we will talk to y'all later, I guess. What's your uh, sign off? <laughs> um chimichangas and bacon and cheese. And churros. Stuffing. Ha, 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 ha.